Hello, family and friends. I'm honored today to have with me my good friend, Brother Tim Dotson, and his wife, Sean. They live in the Tell City area. And just found out today, Tim's originally from Virginia, so we may talk more about that, because it's amazing how long you can know somebody and not realize where they're from originally. And and he probably didn't, maybe doesn't even know I'm from South Dakota originally. Have we ever talked about that or not? No. But we were quite quite far away there in our early days of our life. But uh, so honored to have you with me here today. And let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we yes, come to you Lord. today ready for what you have to speak through Tim. Oh, and we're, we come thankful for Jesus and the sacrifice that he paid for at Calvary for us. And we thank you that all we had to do was choose life. And Father, there he was to save us, Father. We love him. And we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Tim, we're going to start out here in day one, kind of just get your testimony from back, uh, you know, when you received Jesus, and uh, we're just going to take that, and we'll go to day two. I know we'll get finished up totally in day one, but I'm just going to kick it over to you to kind of share how you came to the Lord. Okay, well, Greg, it's an honor and a privilege to be here with you today, and I guess I'm going to go back to the genesis of my walk of faith, and I give all honor and glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen because I would not be sitting here with you today if it was not for him. Yeah. But I was raised in a in my younger years, and our family was Baptist, and so we'd go to church once a week. But the commitment just wasn't there, didn't seem to be in my younger days. But we would go to church on Sundays, and so it got to kind of a routine, and so... It didn't, I mean, it made an impression on me, but it didn't really change my life the way it should have. My sisters sing like angels. We sang in church, the three of us. I mean, probably every Sunday we was up front singing and stuff. And so I knew a lot about how I was supposed to be, that I had trouble being what I should be. (laughs) And so, and I'm not taking anything away from the Baptists. They're some wonderful, great Baptists that love the Lord. Yes, and so I'm saying as far as a young boy raised in the church, uh, it probably didn't go as deep as it should have. Mm-hmm. But my one of my beginnings was the Bible school that they invited me to, the Methodist church invited me to. And I went down there and they had a lot of arts and crafts to do. And so we were doing those and they had an altar call. And that was kind of, it struck me as kind of, different but mountain methodist people they they had their altar calls and 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 they get up there and and invite you and work with you to come and so i seen some of my friends go up and i questioned their salvation because i went to school with them Mm -hmm. but all of a sudden the lord dealt with my heart his spirit came and started dealing with me and he kept saying if you don't come for God, you can't go to heaven. And I got to thinking about that. I really don't want to miss heaven. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, for just the Lord dealing with me, I got up and went up front. I'm a little old boy just crying my eyes out, asking the Lord to save me. And one of the greatest impressions I got from that was it felt like at 11 years old, the world lifted off of my shoulders. Wow. And when I went back, they took me back on a little old van or bus they ran and they, we called it the head of the lane, but you walked down to my mom and dad's house. And I got off of that bus, Brother Greg, and it felt like I could fly. Oh, wow. I was walking down toward my mom and dad's house, and I was so different. So I, I realized that there really is something to this. Yes. There really is something genuine to it. Wow. 
and it felt like that uh, the Lord Jesus, he, he bent over and kissed the earth, and I got caught up in the smack of it. Wow. And so it made such an impression on me. But then I kind of, in my teenage years, because of the commitment was lacking at home, and I really didn't learn a whole lot other than I knew the world had been lifted off my shoulders. Yeah. Now, after that, they asked me to be baptized in the Baptist church. And so they took me down to the Clinch River, me and four or five others. And I remember going down to the river and Brother Ralph Taylor took me down to the river and ducked me under the water and I come up out of the water. And again, I felt like I had just been lifted up to the sky. Praise God. It made such a difference in me and such an impression in me. Uh, I'd like to say that I lived a real committed life all my younger years, but I didn't. I kind of wandered away and high school and junior high school and there's a lot of pulls pulling me left and right yeah. and so I really didn't live the way I knew to live and felt in my heart to live yeah. and so that was a, the my years in the wilderness wandering I, I take it I left Egypt but I went through that period of time where I questioned is God really with me? Is he really for me? And then I was tempted by sin. And I wandered around and wandered around like they did for 40 years around the mountain. <laughs> but it was a, probably about a six-year period. I just kind of wandered around and, and really didn't really commit. But then there did come that day when I did make that total and complete surrender. But all that time I said within myself, they've got to be more to this than what I've experienced. Yeah. It can't just be that I come to Calvary, come to the cross, and that's a great place to come. Mm -hmm. And it's a level playing field. But I come to the cross, and I've seen what he did for me, and I surrendered my life. But I was lacking something that would give me the power to daily walk in that committed place with God. I did find it. It took me a few years to get to that place and get to the end of myself. But I was so blessed to come to that place where it was like I started in Genesis, I come through Exodus, and then I skipped everything and I come over to the book of John. And then when I hit the book of Acts, it changed everything mm -hmm. because I seen the actions of how God would get involved with my life. Yeah. And so there was such a tremendous steps. Now, my mother, she used to sing in our kitchen in the morning some of the old hymns. And I'd wake up as a boy hearing my mother in the kitchen and she had a beautiful voice. Wow. And and she would be singing Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound that Saved a Wretch Like Me. And there I was laying in bed and it was messing with my heart in bed. Mm. But my mother was singing. And then she cut the, on Sunday, she cut the radio station on and that had preaching on. And me and my two sisters would get in the back room and in the mountains, the Baptists were shouting Baptists. And we'd get back there and we'd hear them ladies go, woo! And mom would hear us in the back room where we'd all be, woo! Woo! And she'd have that radio cranked up and she's wondering what we was doing, but, but we was enjoying the program. Wow. Well, you had that, uh, so I think the listeners, those of you that haven't had that born-again experience, you had about 11 years old, Tim. Mm -hmm. You know, the peace, you know, if you really had, truly had that experience like you and uh, you know, I have, you don't ever forget that day, do you? No, never forget it. I'm always concerned about people when they can't really point out, well, this is when I gave my heart to Jesus because that experience is so powerful. And the peace that we feel at that time when we give our heart to God 
It's hard to describe, isn't it, Tim? It was a miracle. Amen. And then the baptism, you know, a lot of people, you know, um, they think you don't, well, you don't have to be baptized or you're going to you got sprinkled on when you're a baby or whatever, you know, but you went through those two powerful experiences. I know we're going to get on tomorrow a little bit more on kind of when you got away from the Lord, went back out in the world a little bit, which um, I know many people do, but I think there's power in those testimonies to realize, you know, the world still is drawing you. The God of this world, Satan, is drawing us back to those evil ways. Yes, yes, so much. Yeah. So, Tim, I guess if you would pray for our listeners, for those who maybe have never given their heart to Jesus. Father, I thank you for the great conversion experience, and I pray for those out there that may listen that feel like they're in that wilderness of of the not knowing whether there's going to be food provision, not knowing if God really loves or cares, not really knowing it's an unknown place, God. I pray for those that are in that place that they'll come out and you'll lead them out like you did me, Lord, when you brought me out of the wilderness and into your will and your purposes for my life. And I pray for those out there, Lord, that are searching for their purpose, your will for their life, Lord, that they'll find it like I found it, and it brought wholeness, completion, and fulfillment. And we thank you for that. In your wonderful name, Lord Jesus, amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Tim. So much looking forward to day two, and just love to hear testimonies of how people came to Jesus and. uh, you were a little smarter than me. You did it at 11, and I was about 32, 32 years old, almost 33. So I was on the slow bus. But thank God I did it. Thank God you did it. Never brother. forget that day um, as long as I live. Well, looking forward to day two here. And you can contact Tim through our ministry. We can get you hooked up. And that's at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. Folks, we love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. Now, I'm going to pause there for a minute. I got a touching text yesterday from someone that I led to Jesus less than a year ago and and basically just said, thank you, you know, for sharing Jesus and not giving up on me. And, you know, my whole ministry, if that was the only only person that I was ever able to reach, it'd be worth that one person. That's how much God loves you. And just, I want to encourage you out there today that uh, there's people that you know they don't know Jesus, and I just encourage you, just go talk to them about Jesus, and don't give up on them, and don't give up praying for them. So uh, looking forward to tomorrow, folks. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.